0: The Well Rounded Geek.
1: Welcome to the Well Rounded Geek Podcast, episode 27. I'm your host, Jeffrey Gaiman, and this is another edition of Friends for Life, where my friend Jessica and I talk about some of our favorite popular culture topics. What's up, Jessica?
0: I'm back.
1: And we've been, been talking forever. for the better part of like a half I, hour.
0: I know. Every time. You always say you're going to like start right off the bat and then we just we just get flowing.
1: Because so we have to stuff. catch up. There's only so I much know. you can like catch up on things over text.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The last time we recorded was March. And that's just like, well, that's just insane to me. So many things August. have
1: happened that we probably should have talked about in I between know. that time. But it's okay. Look. Even though I'm sick of it, Bachelorette season's in full effect. So, of course, yeah. we're talking now when Bachelorette's back on. But, yeah, we have our typical topics. We're going to talk about what's been grinding our gears. We're going to introduce a different millennial recap area where we're going to talk about movies, like what we've seen recently, what we're looking forward to. And then we'll go over the Challenge All-Stars season and then talk about The Bachelorette.
0: Oh, my God. The dying right. show. <laughs> <laughs> the bachelorettes
1: oh yeah the X bachelorettes
0: the <laughs> and i have
1: some hot takes regarding that yeah, as yeah well. yeah um same but well first of all how have you been since we last talked? Talked?
0: <laughs> uh pretty good the same same old same old just working uh endless hours and trying to parent three kids and keep my marriage flowing it's just so hard, and I like I told you I don't think, uh, I don't think my husband and I realized how difficult yeah. life
1: was going to be with three mm-hmm. kids. Well, it's funny because <laughs> it's uh, David and I, David Ritchie. So since mm-hmm. we record, we and you and I record, and I bring you up, like we talk about you mm-hmm. guys sometimes, you know, yeah, because he knows yeah. you, and he just yeah. had a baby boy, and he. Is stressed, and he's always like, "I don't know how Jessica had that many," and I'm like, "I don't think she knows how either." I don't.
0: I don't think. How, I don't know. I know how I physically had
1: yeah them,
0: but I don't know how uh, we're still surviving after three. So like, my kids are six and a half, three and a half, and eighteen months. So like, we had them all like, like close together there's just like never, there's just never a dull moment for every time when all five of us are in the house. It's just, it's, it's a blessing that I can sit here and record. (laughs) you.
1: (laughs) I know. I'm just waiting for someone to bombard. Yeah. uh
0: I already told them, I already told them, I said, the door is locked. Do not come banging on the door. I said, your dad is right there. (laughs) Cause they favor me. Obviously like most children do, like they will come to me over Derek pretty much in every situation. So I kind of have to remind them, like, there's another adult in the room. Please feel free to reach out to him <laughs> if you need somebody.
1: And he'll so. be distracted or something, and then Claire is going to come in. But the craziest oh, yeah, thing, totally. when I think about you, and it's, it's something that I look up to you, even though I've known you my whole life, you have taken the most difficult route from all, though, because a lot of women feel an urge to stay home and Mm -hmm. like be that motherly figure and give up their career possibly or men are starting to do that more so nowadays too though uh Mm -hmm. but you're like no i'm having cam i'm going back to grad school i'm gonna continue to grind and you've continued Mm -hmm. to work and then you've had the multiple kids and it is a struggle and you probably would you know admit to that that you're working through it, but, uh, you're still here today. That is like the most difficult Candyland path ever. Yeah. You know,
0: I, I definitely like, I am the type of person though, and I'm sure there are a lot of like moms out there or parents out there really who cannot do the stay at home parent thing. And that's me. Like I, I, I value my career so much and who I am as a person other than a mom and a wife. So like I have to have that component of my life to have a balance because if my life was only to stay home and care for the kids, I just wouldn't, I definitely would not be as happy as I am. Like there's just no, there's no way, but there are parents out there. And I really truly like admire those people who like their sole purpose and focus is like, to care for their kids and uphold the household and have the patience and the like desire to do that is I mean I think it's I think it's super super like I just commend those people because I'm like I don't know how you could do it because honestly going to work and like being at work for eight hours is like a break for me
1: right because my job is
0: not super high stress and like you know, I can go and be there for eight hours and, like, you know, be very um, calm. and. You can <laughs> like, watch no crystalia in
1: between me. patients.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Someone's, like, waiting long as shit for you, and they have no <laughs> idea that you're sending no. me videos of crystalia cracking up.
0: <laughs> yep, yep, yep. I'm, like, you know, it's all about balance, you know?
1: <laughs> yes, it is. But I still think it's respectable and, like, it's crazy, Because I've been along for the ride, you know, like a spectator. We've grown up together and now I'm witnessing everything else. It's just crazy. But I know life's a lot and I'm thankful yet again that we're meeting even if it's been since March. And I know that uh, there are some people that listen to our show. So they're going to be hyped that we're at least meeting again and talking about stuff. But we can go into what's been grinding our gears. Since we haven't spoken, I have the longest list. So I just whittled it down to a few um but you can you can start off i know you probably have a lot
0: i do and that's so funny like i was saying the same thing i'm like uh, since march i mean i've obviously you know had a list and like this is the list that i've just remembered to write down so i'm sure there's a lot more (laughs) in my brain um so first of all fireworks are they're terrible the worst
1: Did you feel that way before? Because I didn't, and now I am an old, senile asshole (laughs) with a dog, Uh, and I'm like,
0: probably, It's probably been, like, probably for the last, like, four or five years. I've really lost my um, desire for them just in general for so many reasons, and the fact that people can fire them off until, like, midnight is just insanity to
1: me. And days prior or days after.
0: <laughs> yes. Like we actually had last night we had we had somebody like blowing fireworks off last night. I'm like they're not that cool. Like they look if you sat and you watched a fireworks show for 15 straight minutes, they'd all look the same. Yeah. You wouldn't be like, remember that fourth one that was like you know red. I'm like, no. They're all they all look the same. They're exciting for five seconds. And then it's then it's just stupid. They leave a mess. They're dangerous. I mean, the amount of injuries like from in adults and kids that that are from fireworks is insane.
1: Yeah. I have to look at like, Dave Reckfra- <laughs> Rex Roth's glass eye yeah. every day now because he like.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know it's and he's a grown adult. So like he was probably like, you know, doing it in a safe way. But mm-hmm. I just I don't know. And like for three days before, and like three days after, and like Cameron, our oldest, was like terrified. And I'm like, you know, he's coming into our room at twelve o'clock. And I'm like, this is not it. I don't I, no 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 no. And that's I don't how so
1: Arlo's terrified because he doesn't like noises like that if he can't tell where it's coming from. You know, yeah. Because he's on like high alert and. It just sounds crazy when you go outside and you're not seeing them. It sounds like yeah. this, like there's a straight up war going on or something. Yeah, you know? fireworks yeah. were way cooler when I was younger, and they were fucking illegal because I know they were like cool because they were illegal. Yeah. Now it's like, dude, this is not cool. I know um, everybody not has into them it.
0: No, and, and and again, it's like oh, and then so you know, Derek will get. He'll get like those packs, you know, that have like 20 of them in there and they're all like just the little ones, yeah. just, um, fountains and whatever. And those are fine for how young my kids are. Right. But those still freak me out because I'm like, what if like.
1: They something's, explode.
0: Yeah. Like haywire in there and it just like explodes and somebody's sitting too close and always is like, it's fine. Everything's fine. You know, he's just like still so like, you know, living in the, with the mindset of like, nothing's ever going to happen to us. But the last firework that we had in that, in the past that we got this year, that exact thing happened. He lit it and it didn't, it was supposed to be like a fountain and it exploded and it was so loud. And it like, you know shattered the whole thing and it was like hot and i'm like if cameron was standing too close to that he probably would have gotten hit by something right I'm, like this is not worth it to me
1: it's <laughs> wild because it, at the end of the day it's like gunpowder and like some right <laughs> colorful loaded
0: like, <laughs> yeah like what is it and why is it <laughs> is it allowed
1: i don't it, like it maybe we're low key finding a uh, billion-dollar business idea mid-podcast where nothing has mm-hmm. ever changed with fireworks, and maybe there's a way we could change it and make it more modern and, and not as deadly. But, yeah, I feel the same way. I, and I was really annoyed with it this year, and I'm like, damn, is it because I'm 31? I but I don't know. We don't have like other,
0: like, thing. You know, you have a dog to, like, worry about, and it's like if you're not out there, On a lake with a beer in your hands, like it's not enjoyable.
1: It's not. And Natalie and I go on nighttime, so we go on morning and nighttime walks just to like work out and to take Arlo. And it was just not enjoyable around like that whole week or week after, you know. So and you live in like a
0: pretty, you live like in a downtown area, so like you probably don't have as much as like what Derek and I have, like because we live in an area that's like really rural in in some areas and there are a lot of open fields and to be honest there's a lot of like like you know some like redneck type yeah. of feeling people who just like love explosions
1: mm-hmm.
0: so you can They're probably like shooting
1: like, their fireworks with yeah
0: <laughs> yeah i know so it's it was just really bad and I'm just glad that it's over. But last night somebody was blasting them off and I'm like, oh my God, come <laughs> on. And then on top of that was like the thunderstorm. So it was just a, it was a rough, rough one. Um, When people, when you're in a drive through and there's two lanes, you know, like how most drive-thrus now have the capability to you order it two lanes and then you merge into one lane. When people don't know how that is – how that functions, I get so mad.
1: I can't even explain to you how mad that makes me. Like I'm (laughs) – it probably sounds like I'm disagreeing with you on everything. I get so pissed and you – and I don't mean to interrupt but Chick-fil-A is – when Chick-fil-A first opened in the Northville area, it was notorious for that because they didn't, it, it was in such demand that they didn't have a proof drive-through plan. Yeah. People are idiots. Mm-hmm. And then they like right don't now. know when to go and they'll, they'll like cut yeah. you off or be like creeping yeah. up when you're definitely next. And you're like, dude, I'm going to get yeah. out of the car and give you a McChicken to the face.
0: <laughs> and that's, that's it. That's exactly it. Like these have been around for long enough that like people should know that it's every other. That's, that's the flow. The courtesy is no matter when you order, it should still be every other. That's how the flow of it is. Then when there's like, you know, old lady Janet or, you know, uh, old lady Penelope who comes flying around and then it's like her car is like like right, like we're almost to a T. Yes, I'm the I'm the middle, and I'm just staring at her. I'm like, <laughs> you're wrong, you're wrong. You know that I was next, and then they don't even acknowledge you oh, because they know that they screwed up.
1: Have you ever? I've I've, I've witnessed road rage with it though. Like I've witnessed honking and like people yelling. Oh, I don't. Yeah. In my head, I'm talking shit, but uh-huh. I don't take it to that extent no, cause I, I know I'm like gonna be stuck in line with them, but yeah i agree that pisses me off so bad and i don't get what it is about those situations where people lose their just i know basic human common thought. sense yeah, yeah common sense pisses well me and off. that's and like i'm always hungry and hangry you know
0: i know i know and i'm like i don't have time to let you know, every Tom, Dick and Harry comes through the line. I'm like, it's my turn. And then sometimes I'll even, I've even experienced it where somebody behind me, um, will honk because I, Oh didn't yeah. Go. But even yeah. though the person on the other lane, it was their turn to go. So I'm like, I'm just trying to follow the rules here, yeah, man. Yeah, that pisses
1: like, me off, too. And oh. I have anxiety towards that, too. I'm like, what are the people behind <laughs> me thinking when they don't realize the fuckery that's going on in front of me? <laughs> and
0: it's I'm never so, going to see this
1: person again, but I'm all stressed.
0: I know. It's so true. It's so true. And it's just, it's just so like people, you know, it just goes back to like people feeling entitled and they can do whatever they want and like whatever. But I, I would prefer the person in the other lane to to be – I would rather than be, like, more aggressive and just, like, go and be like, okay, fine. It wasn't your turn. But at least you're, like, moved all the way up and you're, like, yeah. close to the car in front of you. Great. It, but I don't like when they, like, inch around and you're like, are you going to go or are you not going to go? Like, are you going to get leave, leave me room?
1: Yeah, there's it's indecisiveness. I hate that.
0: I just right. want my sausage McMuffin, okay?
1: Yes. I agree. I don't like those uh, two-line setups, though, anyways.
0: Really? I I definitely think they're faster.
1: They don't feel like they're always switching to the right window for me, either. I'm like, did you just stay at that one and just take, like, the next three people while I haven't heard you even speak to me? Yeah. And I don't like when they... So, I'm scarred. The one... That was near where we used to live because we used to live in the same apartment complex. It was a McDonald's off of Haggerty. They have the two set up, but they have it set up in a way that some of them have it set up in a way that you're sort of trapped if shit's hitting the fan and you can't like escape, and then yeah. you're stuck if they're slow. Yeah. Those are the worst yeah. ones.
0: Yeah, uh, there's um, a <clears throat> there's a Taco Bell in Brighton that I go to. I haven't been in a long time because it's not anywhere near I work now. But um, and that's like once you're in line, you are dedicated yeah, you would have screwed. to drive over yeah you'd have to drive over like an embankment yeah to get out you'd have to and if you only car. have a half hour yeah mm-hmm. if you only have like a half hour for lunch or whatever you just like wanted a quick you're just screwed you're you're like i gotta i'm gonna be screwed
1: and we've talked about it before it's not necessarily fast food anymore because everyone's disgruntled and pissed and they're short staff. so you're mm-hmm. super screwed one time <laughs> we're like talking venting about fast food um (laughs) one time i was stuck in a boston market line okay boston market's not even good okay and it was one of those situations and i swear to god it was the longest line i've ever sat in because i couldn't leave you do you remember that boston market um in livonia like by that planet fitness off a middle belt by any chance
0: uh, vaguely it's
1: been there forever and because of it the drive-through design's terrible and they're, you're trapped so i ordered meatloaf okay and then i ordered like natalie some chicken pot pie or something it was a what? while ago and you i guys was stuck are
0: 75 years yeah old. i know <laughs> who goes to boston market
1: it was only because it was by my gym and it just sounded good one time and i was like i can grab us this before i come home and I never, I haven't been back since. So I ordered meatloaf, ordered her chicken pot pie, whatever, sat in line forever because you can't leave. And I got to the window and they're like, we actually don't have meatloaf. <laughs> and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I just waited so long. So then I got an additional chicken pot pie and the chicken have you ever had chicken that tastes like more dark meat it's more gamey like it was hunted by someone in howl with their fireworks i was no. pissed and i haven't been back since so screw those two lines <laughs> screw drive throughs that have terrible design lines and then screw people in drive throughs that don't know what they're doing i agree yeah.
0: all right and i would imagine most people agree but the people that aren't agreeing are the people that are the ones that are Screwing it up for everybody else.
1: Yes, and you should never go back to a fast food place if you have. No, Uh,
0: my third one. So this one isn't really like a grind my gears, but this is like a really cringy like situation that I feel like people can relate to. Um, when you walk out of like so it's like say you're at like a a movie theater or like a a concert or something like that. When you walk out of the bathroom. Or like out of the line of the concession stand and you're looking for the person that you're with and you're just looking around and you feel so uncomfortable because you're looking for somebody.
1: Yeah. And you You have no idea where they're at. Yes. You feel like a lost child at Toys R Us where your mom (laughs) walked away for one second (laughs) and now you have no idea where to go.
0: I don't know what, what I don't typically get embarrassed. I'm not really somebody who is like naturally like, Feeling like people are looking at me and like I should feel embarrassed in any way. But for some reason, that particular moment is like I feel like everyone's looking at me Mm -hmm. and they're wondering why I'm looking for somebody. And if I am like a crazy person and
1: you're lost. So here's my counter to that. I feel awkward in those situations because I don't let it get to that point where I'll straight up wait out, like, the woman's bathroom for Natalie. And then the awkward thing for me is, have you seen those, like, TikToks where people are waiting to scare their friend, but then it's some, like, random dude? like. I didn't know someone else was in there and I'm thinking Natalie's coming out and I have like a smile on my face. My eyes are getting wide and it's like Nancy from accounting (laughs) or something. And (laughs) I'm like, oh, you're not my wife. Sorry.
0: (laughs) I don't, I don't know what's worse. Like either you, you give your distance and then you kind of have to look or you stand there and for fear of like maybe running into Somebody that isn't the person you're looking for. It's, it's always just all so it's, awkward, so it's so cringe. It's so cringe. Anytime you separate with understand. your
1: significant other, it's going to be an awkward situation. Period.
0: And, like, in the movie theater sometimes, like, I we haven't done this in a while, but, like, because now you have assigned seating, so, like, you know where your person is. Yeah. But... Before, when they didn't have assigned seating, that and was there the was worst. Like, a lot of people in the theater, you had to go in and like stand there and look for the person. And they're all
1: technically looking down in your direction. Yeah, yeah that oh, was the worst.
0: God. That is so That is so cringy. Ugh. I
1: forgot we used it to have to do the, like, that.
0: I know. <laughs> we haven't had to, obviously, in no. a long time, but... Oh, that was awful. Or like, you know, when you'd be at the movies with your friends, and like, they'd go get seats, and then you'd have to go in and be like, "Where are you?"
1: And you yeah, like stare you'd stare at have people because you would have no idea where they ended up finding seats.
0: Mm-hmm. You have like
1: full hands, and you're just staring at everyone in the eyes.
0: Oh, oh my god! I forgot
1: about that.
0: Damn. <laughs> you erased it from your memory. <laughs> I did. Trauma inducing.
1: <laughs> uh, mine are nowhere near as good as that. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the stimulating convo. Um, the first one that I had, it just makes me laugh. And I don't know if it's because, like, I am getting a little bit older and my my mind's not as sharp in the morning. But what grinds my gears is the size of allergy pills because I don't know. Right after I take it, I don't remember if I actually took it. And you don't sometimes fully know If it guaranteed went down your throat because it's so small. Do you take allergy pills? Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? They're so small.
0: So, like, you don't even know if they went down? Yeah, well, there's two. There's
1: twofold. Lately, what's been happening to me is they're so small that you... It's like your body doesn't even register that you took something. So, 10 minutes later, I'm like, oh, shit. Did I take my allergy pill, because I swear I did, but you don't, and then you don't want to double up because they're like 24-hour pills, and you're going to have like, <laughs> you're going to be pass like so out. drowsy at work. Yeah, um, and then the second one is like, I have a fear. It's probably because when I was a little bit younger, I had one of those Z-Pak steroids where you have to take those oral steroids and they were small and I had to swallow it so fast because the taste was
0: Tasted awful. the worst yeah. thing
1: ever. I so know. I'm scarred that like, I'm going to go to try <laughs> to take one of those allergy pills and it's going to get stuck behind like my molar <laughs> or something. And it's just stuck there disintegrating. But allergy pill size has been bothering me. Um, <laughs> one thing that really bothers me and we were talking about it briefly is people that cheat and the reason that you and I were talking about it is because Kayla was cheating on the challenge and she was yeah. like subtly looking over at someone's answers and the people that yeah. get away with cheating, that pisses oh, yeah. me off oh, and people still are like that into adulthood and it's gross
0: I never, um, I have never cheated. I mean, like that I can remember. I mean, there are people like in high school and stuff that would like cheat off of each other for like tests and stuff. But I was so, I mean, I, I don't know, I never really, first of all, I never really felt like I needed to. So sorry, I'm like better than everybody, but <laughs> I, I, I just never was like, oh my God, there's an exam. Like I didn't study. Like, I just like, I don't know, it was weird. I just never had that urge. But I also was like, cheating is wrong, and it would make me feel really gross afterwards if I got 100% on an exam because I cheated. Like, that'd make me not feel good.
1: Yeah, and then you see I get bothered because – I think I get bothered because no one really sees a repercussion for it for the most part. Like, they get away with yeah. it. That's what bothers me. So yeah. I know so many people – That I know for sure cheated in college, and then they, like, post about their their graduation or their degree, and I'm like, you
0: motherfuckers. no. (laughs) That grosses
1: me out. It's just so cringe because I'm like, oh, my (coughs) God. You know you cheated. Or they'll post about their um, GPA or their, uh, you know, what what type of honors they graduated with. And I'm like, dude, that is the worst. You are the worst. Yeah. I never... I hope karma gets yeah. you.
0: I never I never cheated in high school and I definitely never cheated in college because it was just like what 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 benefit is it? You're like you're paying a shitload like of a money to actually
1: learn and yeah. you should be utilizing that opportunity to develop and learn. But Yeah. It just bothered me when Kayla did it on the challenge because they always cheaters always Get out of it and act like they weren't cheating, too. And you can never, like... You know that she was cheating. And you know that Mm -hmm. cheaters are cheating. But... Yeah. You never, like, can fully catch them to where it's, like... They're embarrassed. Yeah, you can't prove it. Yeah, you can't can't completely... Like, you saw Kayla consistently looking at whoever she was next to's, like, answers. But... It's, you can't prove 100%, you know? Maybe your eyes were wandering. No. But that bothers me. That grinds my gears. And then my last one was similar to yours in the sense of, like, lines. But I've been getting bothered. Um, last couple of years, Natalie and I have been flying a lot more. And I get bothered by airplane lines. Because right when you land, people feel the need to get up and yeah. stand in a line like they're Uh rushing to get out and they're just standing or the lines before they get on and it's like what are you guys doing and it pisses me off because it makes me think i better get in because i usually should be boarding a little bit before people and it's like i better be able to get my spot and have a spot to put my luggage or I'm going to be pissed and that's boarding and then getting off. I'm thinking you better let me when it's my sections time, like we've talked about taking turns to go, you better Mm -hmm. let me go even though there's a (laughs) freaking line, you know? And then I get pissed because, because of the line, I feel like I have to like tear my shoulder out of my socket to get my luggage down quickly (laughs) because people are waiting. Oh my God that grinds my gears that pisses me off. well
0: especially like if you're in like row r like, yeah there's no need for you to stand no yet. like it's like chill it's not gonna make it go faster it's gonna make it go slower so like just relax
1: and then relax. everyone it's like a human nature everyone gets anxious and they all want to stand or something and it's like yeah you guys are standing to literally wait i like, know you're rushing to wait it pisses me off. I understand, like,
0: wanting to stand up maybe and, like, just stretch. stretch. your legs. Yeah. But if you're going to have to stand and then just, like, stand for, like, 10 minutes, like, that's, that's not fun. So yeah, just, no. They like, do it in a panicked
1: out. way. It's not necessarily to stretch because yeah. they reach for their bags right away and they're, like, just, yeah. like, in a rush. And I can understand if... You can always tell when it's the individual that maybe they had a connecting flight and they do Mm -hmm. need to get off quickly and they do sort of need to cut in front of people, which is fine. But when it's like some dad with kids of five, I'm like, dude, sit Mm -hmm. down, drink some more of your ginger ale and be off shortly.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I also don't like um, piggybacking off that. I also don't like people that clap at the end of a flight.
1: Oh, God. I don't like anything <laughs> like that. I don't even like people that clap at the end of movies and shit either. It's oh, like, yeah. Who are you nah. clapping for?
0: I know. No. No, no one no. from the
1: movies actually there. It's not like Zac Efron's in the back and he's excited <laughs> to hear that.
0: <laughs> oh, God. It's just cringy. Everyone is just so cringy. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: as I get older, my, I just despise people the general public Mm -hmm. the worst and i'm getting more and more irritable but no one would know i'm the nicest guy ever on the outside but i'm (laughs) I'm hating on the inside And you're gonna show up on my podcast motherfuckers um (laughs) but we can use this moment to move into the movies uh so usually in the millennial recap we talk about like what kids these days are missing out on which we can still bring back from time to time but uh you have been seeing more movies lately i've been seeing some movies so i wanted to talk about um movies that we most recently saw that we enjoyed and what we suggest people should go see and then what we're looking forward to so you can go first uh what's a movie that you saw most recently and enjoyed that you feel like the general public should see
0: Uh, Well Derek and I did like kind of like a swap like he wanted to see Top Gun so we went to see Top Gun Uh, you know we we obviously we don't get out very often so like if it's if we are it's going to be a full afternoon of of fun Um, and so we went to see Top Gun and it was good I mean obviously because I'm 33 like Top Gun was a little bit before my time like the original so like you know, was I was I a huge Top Gun fan going into it? No, I mean, am I a huge Tom Cruise fan? Absolutely not. <laughs> um, and so, Derek wanted to see it, and I and I had heard that it was better to see it in the theater, obviously, because yeah. it was like a, you know, it's all jets or whatever. I think maybe you told me that. Um, and so it was good. I mean, it was you know, for what it's for what it is. I think it was like decent enough it kept my interest for um for the time being um you know Miles Teller is is obviously good to look at you know that there could have been more times where um everybody was shirtless but that's just my opinion (laughs) um but yeah I mean overall it was fine Derek liked it and then um we saw most recently we saw uh, where the crawdads sing, which I absolutely loved. Um, it was so good. It's my favorite book, and I read the book when it first um, was published, and I just became obsessed with the story. And then when I saw they were making a movie, I was like so excited. And this was the first movie I have been excited about, like this excited about for for years. I mean, I can't even remember the last time, like I was this excited about a movie and I probably like the last twilight movie or something like crazy. Um, But it was really good. And Derek liked it. Um, He said it was, you know, it was like engaging and he liked the storyline. Obviously he didn't read the book, so he went into it completely blind. He had no idea what the storyline was. So um, he really liked it. And I'm, you know, I'm critical to a point when it comes to book to movies so, like, I am pretty critical about how they adapt the book to the movie. So there's some that are really awful and there's some that are really good. And I don't think there's any in between. So for me, I think the where the crowd ads Thing, I think was a really great adaptation. You know, I think the um, movies, I think also the the book series, um, the Di- the Divergent series, mm-hmm. the books to the movies, I think those were really good. And that was like another one that I always felt like they did a really good job adapting. I mean, the Twilight books were obviously better than the movies, but yeah. that's like a cult classic. So I can't I know. talk anything I still, crap about that. It's not like
1: they like shit on the books. So I enjoyed the Twilight the twilight series yeah the movies it's just yeah it just wasn't like high budget like it it was no cheesy, and like yeah.
0: some of the scenes are cringe obviously but like it's young adult fit like fiction like what yeah what more can you ask for really but the where the crowd dancing is just so good because it's a very um in the book the author really does a good job of um explaining the scenes I'm sure there's a term for that, but like being very descriptive and like you literally feel in the book like you're in the swamp. You're in the marsh with the main character and like you can feel how it would feel to live there, how it sounds, how it smells. So it's just like I was really hoping that that transferred over to the movie and it did. And that was like the biggest thing where I was like, I really want it to feel like it felt when I was reading the book. And it did, so that's where I was really, I was really happy. And it was good acting, and it was a good score, and um, yeah. So I was, I was happy with that. Natalie and I wants really to see like. That.
1: She hasn't read the yeah. book, but she wants to see it.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it, if you if you would rather see it in the theater, I'd say I'd say see the movie and then read the book. But ideally, you'd read the book first. Um, but the book is just so good. It's just so, so good. And I I didn't see the ending coming in, when I was reading the book, which I really liked because normally I can guess what's going to happen or like maybe have a hunch. And this yeah. was like a complete blindside. And I love the ending. So I highly suggest, you know, if people are are on the fence about seeing it, it's it's really good. And it's worth the two hours for sure.
1: I'm probably gonna end up having to see my mom wants to see it too, so I'll probably have to go with them. But I'm looking yeah, forward to it's, it. I haven't read... It's at the Civic. Yeah. So that's yeah. how you know it's probably gonna be. Well,
0: <laughs> and so Jimmy, my brother, my younger brother and I were talking about it last night because my mom wants to see it, my mom wanted to see it, and she's making Jimmy go today.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: so I was like, I was like, no, you're gonna like it because when you look on Rotten Tomatoes, the critics review percentage or whatever is 36%, but the audience review is 96%. So like, there's gotta be a reason for that drastic difference. If, if the audience, the, you know, the average person like you and I and like my brother and my mom, If 96% of the average viewer enjoyed it, that's all that matters. Critics are so, like we were just talking about, critics are so critical that it's like, I don't even listen to that. I I couldn't tell you the last time I read a movie review from a critic.
1: And I don't trust, I don't even trust anything anymore because some, that one Halloween movie, the audience score was so high and we thought it was ass. So I don't trust anyone. I just want to go and be entertained and that's all that matters anyways. But yeah.
0: I trust myself. I trust myself no one else's opinion of something really makes a difference unless it's like like obviously if it's a book i don't know it's a little bit different for me when it comes to books if a book is super popular and a lot of people that are similar to me like that book i'm gonna read that book right and that's why i have hundreds of dollars worth of books behind me right now because i've been obsessed with book talk and i just have bought all the books that people really like and so far every book i've read this year has come from recommendations from book talk and i've loved every single one of them so it's like if i were to read reviews critic reviews on those books they'd probably be shit because that's how people are Mm -hmm. so it's like my opinion matters and people who are similar to me you know same age same kind of like phase of life if they enjoy it then i probably will too
1: it just blows my mind because there's no need to be so deep and so critical on things that are just forms of entertainment for people. Like it's not, it's not that deep. You don't have to be like some, you don't need to give some scholarly review over some adult sci-fi style book or book or something or movie, you know, it's, it's just crazy. Maybe if you were being critical of a movie that was obviously designed to win an Oscar someday or something, maybe, but not something that's just, uh, a book adaptation but um i'm looking forward to I'll, i'll definitely see that and i'm looking forward to it because i like the book adaptations where they stay true to the source material because like you said you can be critical of it if it doesn't because you've already like used your imagination while reading to to create this you know, scene in your mind of the main characters of Mm -hmm. just the plot of where it's taking place and stuff. And if it, if you don't see that translated into the film properly, it pisses you off. So, um, and
0: like I had, I had like feelings during that book. Like I can read a book and like enjoy the story and whatever, but I like had feelings during that book. Like I cried when I read that book. Like I, 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 I was, I got goosebumps at the end. Like I had emotional and like physical reactions to that book. So when I saw the movie and it caused that same effect, then I thought it was good. Like yeah. if I didn't connect to the movie, like I did the book and it didn't cause me to like, still be really excited by the ending and like still really like fall in love with the characters and their relationships. Then it, then I would have said it wasn't as good. Right. But, like, obviously you can't, put every aspect from a book into a movie it's just not possible the book the movie will be five hours right if you do every detail so like yes there are parts of like the main character's history that are missing her family details that are missing like there's just some parts of the of the book that you don't see in the movie but like you can't expect there to be every single aspect so Yeah, Like, yeah, I don't know. Just take it for what it is.
1: The books are always way better than the movies, but as long as the movie can capture that feeling that you get when you read a certain book or like you read the Lord of the Rings trilogy or something like that, as long as you can get that feeling of magic, then it's fine. It doesn't need to be. Some of those Harry Potter movies are long, but they would have been way longer because the books are long but it just still gave me that nostalgic that good feeling that I had reading it as a kid but um right are there any movies that are coming out soon I know you said you you don't get as excited for movies is there anything that you're looking forward to soon
0: well, I know you saw Nope yesterday, so I want to hear your opinion because that is the one that I actually am um, w- was excited for. And like you said, because movies are just not as good as they once were, it's rare that I'm like, oh, I want to see that.
1: Okay, so have you seen Get Out and Us from Jordan Peele? Yes. Did you like Get Out and Us?
0: I did. I liked Get Out better than Us. I didn't particularly like Us as much. But I did like get
1: out and I. Okay, so without revealing too much, because Nope is the type of movie that. And that'll be the movie I talk about because I just saw it yesterday. Nope is the type of movie that you can't talk too much about because any type of spoiler will ruin the way that you view that movie. Um, yeah. So, what I will say is I'm still digesting it. That's how much of a cluster f it made on my brain and i saw it as a matinee so i came um like outside to a sunny like summer day like mid-afternoon i'm like what (sighs) the fuck is going on (laughs) um but what i will say is it, it it's involving alien stuff so if that appeals to you like at all what i did love about it is how original it was in that genre um like there's so many of stereotypical takes on horror aliens just just movies are all doing the same shit nowadays and it's so yeah. boring so what i will say about nope and why i do suggest it is it was a completely original take on sci-fi alien horror and i loved how he directed it so he directed it in a way where you don't necessarily have to see the antagonist or like whatever being or whatever like is fucking with people the whole time you don't mm-hmm. see it so you're as a viewer your imagination's just like building you know what i'm saying yeah and It's not constantly getting thrown at you, so you're, like, wondering. That's why when I got out, I was like, what did I – what just happened? (laughs) But um, it is good, and I really loved some of the shots because a lot of it was at night, and a lot of movies struggle with, like, darkness or night shots, Mm -hmm. and I thought a lot of them were beautiful because it's, like – it's based on, like, a rural farmland-style – Cause they train horses in this area. And so it's a lot of open land and a lot of darkness at nights when they're getting like messed with from this, yeah. whatever I would call it an entity. Um, And the shots were beautiful. So I definitely suggest it. I don't know if you're going to like it. Like I liked it, but um, yeah. I was appreciative of the, of how original it was because I'm sick of seeing the same stuff. It's all the yeah. same stuff. Even yeah. like you and I are, annoyed with all the remakes and all the continuations of some of the stuff that we loved from back in the day. But I'm even annoyed with the new stuff. And they like, it's a carbon copy of what's already been done before. And it's shot the same way. And it's like, I'm not into that at all. I like the original shots, original stories. I'm still digesting that movie, but I enjoyed it. Which, and it was definitely more enjoyable in the movie theater so if you Mm -hmm. do see it convince Derek to go to the movie theater because (laughs) it just added to the suspense you know
0: yeah I mean horror movies I think in general are just better yeah better uh felt if you're in the theater um you know you definitely get more of a creeped out vibe when you're in, in the theater for sure. than if you're in your home and you're like, you know, just chilling in your underwear, like not afraid, but like if you're in like a public area and other, you feel you're feeding off of other people's energy in the theater. And like, so I love the movie experience. I think every movie is probably better in the theater, um, especially horror movies. So um, I think, I mean, I'm usually I'm down to see like, most movies so if it's you know at least if it if it gets like some good hype and and most people like feel like it's good then i'll usually give it a shot i don't have um a, a huge love for like certain movies like certain period pieces and stuff is are not yeah. really my jam but uh most of the time i'll see like pretty much any kind of movie so
1: i'm just happy to be back in the movies so I'm more into the Top Gun stuff, but I'm very thankful for Top Gun because it brought movie theaters back. Um, Yeah. I saw it in California when Natalie and I were there, and it was shot there because the Air Force, they have a base there, and it's just Mm -hmm. a popular thing there. And it was packed, and I was like, holy shit, I haven't seen this in years because the AMC by me is dying for sure. Yeah, Um, Yeah. And it just feels like it's brought people back, and now there's been some hype behind Nope, and it just feels like we're returning to some sense of normalcy with movie theaters because, like you just said, like some of them, there's a lot of value in seeing certain movies in a movie theater. Like Top Gun, even though it wasn't 100% for you, it definitely yeah. carried more weight, probably seeing that in the movie theater than watching that in your living room. You probably would have been like scrolling on Twitter or something or TikTok. You know?
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Like so. and that's the thing is, I I'm more engaged in the movie theater, yeah. obviously, because I don't have the distraction. Right. Um. And if I'm there, like if we got a sitter and we paid money and we're there to like enjoy the movie, then that's what I'm gonna do. I don't care right. what it is like about. So yeah. I, I, I mean, there was a period of time in my life where I was at the movie theater every single week. Like I would see movie after movie, after movie, after movie, like through high school and college. And when Derek and I first started dating, we were there every, every single week, like a random Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. Like that's just how, what our schedule allowed. And I loved it. I mean, we saw so many movies, so I definitely miss that luxury for sure. Um, and I hope, you know, it can, t- the movie industry continues to like improve.
1: Yeah. I hope so too. And we need people like Jordan Peele who are breaking the mold and changing things to, to continue to drive that industry forward. And like, I just saw a bunch of superhero stuff with get announced yesterday. I don't know specifically cause I'm so far gone from that side of things, mm-hmm. but that's the type of stuff that's just ruining the industry, you know, yeah. and uh-huh. they've, They've done so much with Star Wars too that it's just it's not, yeah, it's not even entertaining anymore. So no. that stuff I'm we sick of. We don't,
0: we don't need another Thor, Thor movie. Yeah, we, we don't. No, nobody does. Nobody. nobody does need another movie involving Thor. Okay, <laughs> I don't care how cool he is, how hot he is. We don't need it. We're good.
1: I agree, and they just keep announcing more shit, and it's just like you guys it's all they don't care about entertaining anymore it's all about just straight up cash because they still do well and until they start performing poorly we're gonna get
0: yep totally
1: so many superhero movies continue to get all this star wars bullshit because star wars (sighs) was the shit for a lot of people that are into that you know like science fiction stuff and now They're putting out terrible Star Wars content and it's losing all its magic. That's the Mm -hmm. stuff I'm not into. So I've been leaning more heavily towards... Like, definitely still leaning towards the horror genre. So the movie I wanted to bring up that I'm excited to see is Pray for the Devil. It's like an exorcism-style movie. I still enjoy those ones, even if they're not Mm -hmm. that good, because they creep me out. You know? And even... Mm -hmm. They, they still find a way to tell a similar story with like, you know, demons, demon horror, in a mm-hmm. different creative way, and I appreciate that. So I'm looking forward to that. That's coming out in October, I think, towards the end of October. That Halloween movie's coming out. It's going to be horrible, but I am looking yeah. forward to possibly seeing that with you guys. Um, yeah, the preview looked good, but only because they does that didn't even show matter? that much. <laughs> So, like, the last one, they showed too much, and it was terrible. But I, uh, so yeah, I'm, looking I'm looking forward to the, the fall. I'm looking
0: at the Pray for the Devil one. It says October 28th.
1: Okay. So, end of October. So, we saw uh, Exorcism of God last fall when we went to that horror show, and that was similar, like, um, demonic exorcism-style stuff. Terrifying. Like... It was funny because that whole weekend a lot of the movies were creepy, they were cool, they were badass, but there wasn't necessarily a moment where Natalie looked at me like, What did you just What did you just sign me up for? And this movie, <laughs> like the exorcism of God started so intense and she just looked over and she was like, It's like close to midnight, we're in Telluride, Colorado, I don't even know where we're at. And what did yeah. you just sign me up for? And that, those are the moments I actually live for. That's what I like with movies or yeah. horror, you know. So I enjoyed that. I hope pray for the devil's good. There was another preview last night or yesterday uh, during Nope, and it got me hyped. So looking forward to that. Looking forward to another terrible Halloween movie, and hopefully it's the final.
0: <laughs> it just needs to be the last one. I mean, it we does. Uh, that that it goes back to like the thing with like star wars like it's the same thing halloween and that franchise is just so great how it how it was and now you're dragging it out so bad for money yeah. reasons and you're ruining the the feeling of it it's just not the same
1: and, and ruining the overall character like it waters yeah. down Michael Myers, you know, the feeling totally. that you have yeah. towards some of these horror villains is it's getting mm-hmm. watered down the more they cash grab, but we'll see. Uh, hopefully I can finish this one cause I couldn't finish the last one. Um, but we'll move on to the final two things. I just wanted to, we didn't get to speak during the Challenge All-Stars, so I wanted to get your thoughts on that season as a whole, if you were happy with who won, and then we'll talk about our initial thoughts on the Bachelorettes season with Gabby and Rachel. Mm-hmm. So uh, the Challenge All-Stars Season 3, it was another one of those shorter All-Stars seasons, so that's why we haven't been able to speak. But um, out of the three seasons, did you what did you think of this one, and were you happy with the outcome? wesson so i liked i
0: John yeah A. i liked um this season better than the last season uh the first season was uh, the first season was not as good either i think this this season the last one season three was probably the i best. agree this
1: this was the f- they they like were able to regain the magic of that older cast in my opinion not yeah. fully yeah. but enough to where i was like oh this is sweet
0: yeah this, the third season had more of like, you know, Jordan and Wes and Kayla, like the and people Brad that are more and, our, yeah, yeah, like more our era versus back in the early nineties when it right, started. Right. Like
1: your brothers. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Era. So we had more of, obviously the more like of the connection to those people in the third season, which is what I liked. Um and I like the format. I mean, the format's kind of all the same. You know, you have to be eliminated. You know, when you go down and you and you, you know, face other people and, you know, so the format's the same. Um, it definitely doesn't have the same feel still as like the original challenge, but yeah, I think it. Um, you know, it still served the purpose. I mean, Johnny is like way. I mean, do you remember her, like, when she first came on yeah, the show? Yeah, she Like, she was horrible.
1: She was so like, bad.
0: so bad. So bad. So it's awesome that she's, like, you know, coming on these seasons and she's just killing it.
1: It's because she's you a know, mom she, and it, it's made her so strong. Like, did you see her yeah. carrying those sandbags while the men were struggling? Yeah. And she's like, I've got kids, man. Like, this is <laughs> yeah. easy for me. Yeah,
0: yeah. So and she's I, really smart. I, mm-hmm. And I like her personality. Like, she's not, like super drama like she's not like catty you know she's real but I've always kind of liked her you know her personality um so I was happy that she won and then I just love Wes so I, I think do he too is just, he's such
1: an asshole but I love him so much
0: he's such an asshole which like normally I am the opposite normally I don't like the guys that are super cocky and assholes um, like Jordan, I really had a hard time with him for the majority of his career.
1: I don't like Jordan. Um, I was so happy to see him go home.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I've never really had a love for him, but I think he was a little bit more tolerable this last season because he said he changed or whatever. Um, like
1: matured, yeah. Um,
0: yeah. So normally, I don't like the villains, like the the male villains of the season. Um, and I think Wes... But I think it's his personality. Like, I think he... I don't think Wes is really that way in real life.
1: No, like, because he's friends his... with everyone. They've been in all of their weddings yeah. and stuff. There's no way it's yes. for the show for sure.
0: Yeah. But the other people, I think that is normally how they are.
1: Yeah. They're just life. straight up. So
0: that's, yeah. D bag. So that's why I feel that there's a difference. Like Wes is a version of Wes when he's on the challenge. But I think in general, he's like, a, he's a, he's a, good dude yeah so that's why i think i like him and i was happy to see him win because he is so good at the game and i think he deserved it. i mean he is an all-star so i feel like you know he deserved to win
1: and he was shitting on people in that final like it wasn't even close yeah no really and they it was it was the type of final that sometimes you've seen ct run where the producers have to make us feel like it was closer than it was. But if you noticed, yeah. Wes was so far ahead of everyone else. Mm-hmm. And they had to like yeah. film it in a certain way to make it feel like they were close. They weren't close. Yeah. No. <laughs> he was further nope. ahead and than John A. Like way further uh-huh. ahead than her. Yeah. And she was ahead of even right. the And men. he
0: made it seem like it wasn't hard.
1: No. <laughs> like, like it was just a, a like regular
0: Saturday afternoon. Yeah.
1: Man, when he yeah. was getting those eating ones are so gross because they have to eat the worst food and then they're getting sick and it was like all in his beard and I was having a mini panic attack I'm like am I gonna get sick right now um yeah but all in all I thought that was a great season uh that was what I was hoping for uh when I had found out that Mark was like recruiting people and bringing back people for season one and I thought season one sucked like it was like they the challenges were really watered down they're still watered down cuz these people are older but it just didn't have the faces that you really would like to see with all-stars yeah. and they're much mm-hmm. closer now like with this season it felt like they were much closer yeah. like those are the people you want to see um yeah. the only the only complaint that i have is that like the the way they Accumulated stars made no sense and then it ended up making like no real advantage at the end. Like they painted it like, oh, you've been beating people and accumulating stars this whole time. You're gonna have this huge advantage in the final. Nehemiah still finished like close to last and he had the most amount of stars. So Yeah. They need to figure out at least a better way to have like a curveball in there, because that wasn't cool enough to make it worth it. And he was able to just beat one person and get all those stars. You know, it was dumb. He beat, like, Derek, yeah. right? Yeah. In the pole wrestle. But this was the first time in a long time that I felt like like when Derek and Nehemiah did the pole wrestle and then we were put on that cliffhanger, I was, like, pumped up. And that's, like, yeah. what I miss, feeling, like, nervous that someone that you like could go home or something. So
0: yeah,
1: um, definitely enjoyed that season. I'm excited for they're already filming a season four. Of the All Stars, I'm pretty so, sure, yeah. or something, I think and it's probably so, yeah. more of the cast. If they had Johnny Bananas in video form in this one, I feel like there's a chance he could come back. And he's the <sighs> biggest dick, but the challenge is nowhere near as good when he's not involved. Or CT is not involved. You know, Wes made it much better this time. But when they're all there, oh my god, it's the best.
0: I was really, really rooting for Johnny Bananas. I was. I had become a Johnny Bananas fan. I hated him in the beginning. And then when he kind of like turned it around and like sort of started to become like more of like a caring person. Then he started dating Morgan. Yeah. Is that her name? Morgan. And um, I really liked him at that point and then he ended up cheating on her yeah
1: shocker and she was so cool and and beautiful yeah i'm still pissed about oh i was mad i
0: was (laughs) so mad because yeah she was like and who knows obviously maybe she's like a a crazy bitch who honestly knows but still it's just like oh i was rooting for you
1: (laughs) i know you finally were you know switching sides and then you get betrayed but yeah i would still like to see him back on there because it's just good entertainment and if you don't like them it's fun to watch them lose you know yeah but uh all in all good season i hate that they're short but it's also better than the ones that are months long and you're just like oh my god this is terrible um but the other thing i wanted to talk about and we can continue to talk about it if we if we meet again is the bachelorette season just started it's with gabby and rachel two bachelorettes A bunch of men um i just wanted to get your quick initial thoughts on the first couple episodes that we've seen so far and if anyone's like popping off at you with the men because i have my personal thought on that but i'll let you go first
0: so every single season it, it takes me like weeks and weeks and weeks to like even feel any kind of like interest in any of the contestants like i could not tell you one of their names at this point. I just, you know, I'm not good with names, you know, I'm I bad can't. with names
1: and I only know like two names.
0: I don't I mean, I'm sure there's like, you know, a, uh, uh, a chase in there somewhere. I'm sure <laughs> there's like, you know, some, somebody's name is like, you know, Daniel. And I'm sure there's like some, there's probably a Tristan. I don't know. <laughs> I'm assuming that that's the case. Um, So no one has really like super stood out to me. Um, other than the one guy that Gabby went on the date with the one on one. the black that's guy. yes,
1: that's the only one who stood out with me as well.
0: Yeah. I think he seems like a really genuine dude and he's not there for, um, fame he's not there or... for fame. Yeah. yeah. Um, I obviously I love Gabby, um, more than Rachel. Rachel is just, doesn't seem like there's a whole lot to her. Um, and so I just don't feel like I, uh, enjoy her time on this screen as much as I enjoy Gabby's. Um, it was weird how they have been sending people home so far this season. It's not the traditional rose ceremony stuff. Yeah. It's like they had like a group of like four dudes the first night and they were like, it's not going to work for you guys. So go ahead and head out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they didn't do a rose ceremony that time. And then when, get, when, um, rachel was on the one-on-one with the pilot or the uh the race car driver it seemed like it was going fine and then all of a sudden yep. she's like wait a minute uh, something had to have happened he must have said something off something. camera or something happened to where you can completely go from one end to the other like something had to have happened
1: it was for cringe. her to just be I like so i got bad him. for him yeah and- I knew he was screwed because they focused on his luggage more than usual, like, quick, early yeah. on to that yeah. first date. I'm like, why are they showing his luggage? They don't normally do that until later on. And yeah. uh, it was going good. And then I just felt bad because you could tell he was nervous when she was, like, having a little bit of a breakdown. But that made me just not like her even more. Yeah. And I'm not – I'm trying not to be critical of Rachel, but I'm just so – like, when they show her interactions, I'm like, oh, like, get off the screen. Yeah. yeah i definitely
0: don't like her as much yeah she's a little bit she's there's just not as much there it's
1: boring or not that much there watch her have this extreme personality like they normally do with us like matt james was like way more immature than we would have ever known um but yeah it's weird how they've been sending people home The whole format is weird and I don't think I like it. I don't know if I'm just to the point where I'm hating on everything Bachelor, Bachelorette because we've been dealing with some shit, but (laughs) just fast forward me to Paradise at this point in time and I hope Paradise is better too because that's coming out in September or something, but um, I don't like how because it's two women that are divided, it feels like the men, they're painting it like the men are going to have a little bit of power where you know rachel's gonna propose a rose to someone and then they're like actually i'm here for gabby i would like to take a rose with gabby it's like no you have no power these girls should have all the power so i don't like how they're doing it that way because it's like really i think they're just i think
0: they're honestly at this point i think they're just grasping at straws like they're trying to find new ways for people to be more interested in the show because you can only do one way for so many seasons until you have to start switching it up. So I think that they're just desperate for some change. So I like that they are being creative and that they're allowing the girls to have a little bit more say in what happens because previously it was like every single episode you had a rose ceremony. There was like no like
1: sending
0: people – Yeah, like no like sending people home early or no like, you know, people felt like they had to keep people there, you know, longer because of they were drama and whatever. But I feel like they're able to take things into their own hands a little bit more, which I do appreciate. I think, yeah, I think it's going to get dicey because I'm sure there's going to be guys that are telling them both like the same thing. And then I don't want them to obviously be, like, heartbroken by that. It just adds, like, another piece of yeah. them not being able to, like, find don't, I like feel uncomfortable the
1: with the yeah. guys that seem like they're playing both sides. But they're actually doing what they should be. But I don't like seeing that. I'm like, oh, you kissed both in one night? And yeah. they might not know. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But hopefully the season gets better. Hopefully I start to like some of the men more. Because I would go as far as to say... This is the worst group of men I've seen in a yeah. long time, because yeah. even um, for the most part, I'm sure you can agree. It I struggle with names, but I at least usually know first impression or something. The first impression people are already gone, or or the, yeah. or some like they're approaching being gone. They're not memorable at all. The first impression was no. a joke. That wasn't yeah. like like Greg and Katie their his first impression you felt the connection right away and you're like oh shit, he could win the show nate didn't even get the first impression with gabby and he seems like from that first date he could win the show um right so this group of guys sucks
0: yeah and i and that's kind of how i always feel in the beginning anyway i mean there's usually maybe one or two guys that i'm like "Eh, i like them you know they seem fine but then they either end up like totally like not being like an a important person in the whole season or they end up being a dick so it's like i don't know i'm just i'm interested to see like how it progresses and how because i feel like it's gonna be a whole lot of drama with the two women so i think
1: so too i do you think that they both end up with someone
0: i think so i think they're gonna make it seem the whole season that they don't or that Somebody's gonna leave or somebody's gonna get their heart broken, but I think ultimately in the end, I think that they make it so both of them find love.
1: Okay, that's my guts how- telling me that one will, not both. That's what my gut really only because I'm probably because I'm just not feeling how Rachel's approaching things. Like I would think Rachel doesn't find someone, but watch, watch me be wrong. Watch it end up yeah. being Gabby because she's Gabby doesn't take any shit. Like, I've been liking that, how she was like, why are you still here? We told you to leave. Like, she doesn't play. And it makes me laugh because she's, she comes off, like, sort of ditzy just because she's, like, funny. Yeah. And a little bit Just the way she
0: approaches it. Yeah. Right.
1: But she's, like, actually not dumb. And she can, like, Mm -hmm. definitely hold her own. And I appreciate that. So, I'm enjoying watching Gabby's story. So... That'll keep me invested. I am excited to see what happens with her and just this dynamic for the rest of the season. But if she wasn't a part of it, this would be snooze fest to me.
0: Oh, God. If it was just Rachel, I would. I just don't know. I don't know if I could do it. I truly, truly don't.
1: That's probably why they ended up just throwing her in there because they, they felt bad because they both got screwed yeah. by Clayton and then... But we'll see. We'll continue to talk about it. Hopefully we can talk before the show ends. <laughs> three, fast forward three months now that we've finally spoken. And hopefully this episode recorded properly and it's not all distorted because we finally were able to meet. But thank you again. And uh, I look forward to speaking to you again soon.
0: Thanks for having me.
1: Before I end this episode, I want to shout out the elite supplement brand Caged. Caged was born of a need for ultra-premium, health-focused products that actually work. If you would like to learn some more about Caged as well as their products, you can click the link in my Instagram bio as well as the link associated with this episode. You can also use my promo code JG15 to save 15% on your order.
0: The well-rounded teeth.